Today is September 15th, 2020. This is episode 24 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take just 30 seconds or so, hopefully, to um, clarify. I did a bit of research after uh, my episode yesterday about Ted Lasso. And it turns out that though he was a character created for a commercial, um, I was right to kind of my instincts were right in that um, it was basically an SNL sketch um, in extended form. So um, it was for the NBC network. They were going to be NBC was going to be showing Premier League matches of soccer. And so they created this. I guess they're technically they were, it was a two part thing. They created this um, character of Ted Lasso, who's going to be a coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs. And um, so he was going to England to kind of experience football and, and be kind of a broadcaster or, you know, sorry, he started off being a coach like in the show and then ended up being a broadcaster because he got fired as a coach immediately. Um, and so this was back in 2013. So this was Jason Sudeikis's last season of SNL. And like I said, this was an NBC promo. So like very much inspired by um, his ability to do this on SNL. And like it, it plays. I watched both videos yesterday after I recorded and like it very much plays into exactly um, like an SNL sketch. It's, it's, it's fine. It's great. And um, yeah, so that's that basically clarifies things for me that, yeah, it was it was very much it's very much an SNL sketch as much as it, as it is um, a commercial. So um, I'll leave that aside for now, but instincts on point. And I do recommend watching the video. It's pretty funny. Um, I might even retroactively go and add a link to the show notes for Ted Lasso episode. Um, just saying, edit, I found this, by the way. Anyways, uh, moving on to today's topic, which um, is kind of interesting. I, I have actually, I'm like building a list of different topic ideas for this show. And I have a few that I've had in there for quite a while and haven't gotten around to because something else has always come up. And that is definitely the case today um, because I started thinking uh, about our episode a couple of days ago talking about upgrades and talking about my experience getting my email migrated to the cloud in Microsoft. And I want to talk a little bit about my experience having um, my experience, first of all, having Microsoft 365. I've had the service personally for a few years now, I want to say two or three years, which seems like a lot. And um, I also wanted to talk about now having access since March, since we all started working from home to um, Microsoft Teams and all of that through work. So now I have two separate um, Microsoft 365 accounts. I have my personal one and I have my um, my work one. And just like all the, what I wrote here as a title is the promise and shortcomings of Microsoft 365. So what 365 aspires to be is absolutely incredible. Like all the, the set of tools and things that you get with the subscription, especially with the, with the business subscription, the office, um, one is just incredible and the value of it um, for the the personal uh, accounts is ridiculous. Like I pay, it was something like $120 a year and we get that entitles us to up to five family accounts and that is just an unbelievable deal. So right now I'm only taking advantage of I think three, maybe four of those five accounts, but it's like each account gets a terabyte of space each account gets access to all of Microsoft's um, productivity tools. So Word, Excel, PowerPoint, like I said, OneDrive, um, all of that. It's it's really ridiculous. I don't use any kind of 
Skype calling features, but you also get an hour worth of worldwide like Skype credit um, along with that subscription. It's ridiculously like well valued. It's such a good deal. Um, and yet, especially when it comes to the interface between how personal accounts and business accounts link together, there's just a ton of low hanging fruit, really obvious features that just isn't there. And I'm assuming that it's just not there yet. They have this platform. Um, I actually don't know exactly what, um, like how it works specifically or who is in charge of it, whether it's a Microsoft product itself, but it's called user voice. And it lets people basically vote on upcoming features and what they want to see. So people can suggest features and then people can up and down vote it and comment on them. And then usually in the case of Microsoft, for sure, um, Microsoft product reps will come into the forums, check out what are the top ranked things and actually say, yeah, now we've gotten like thousands of requests for this feature. So we're, it's planned, it's on the roadmap or, and they're like, they'll give you updates as it's being tested, as it's being implemented and as it's rolled out. And there's just so many things on there where you look at that, that list of features and it seems like, it really seems like, um, this should be in like the minimum viable product should have this feature in it. And it's, it's very weird because in some cases with some of their more mature products that they've clearly nailed every single aspect of it because they've had lots of time to do it. And then in other aspects, it's like you, you're just missing some of the most fundamental basic stuff. And it's, it's really hard to square that circle and, and not just think, come on, like there needs to be a standard set of things that comes with every time you build an application, build it for this, 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 and this, like meet all these basic standard criteria. And so things like having access to the feature on the web, on Windows, on the Mac, on Android, on iOS, like accounts for all of those should exist. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, things like certain features um, are only available if you have a business account or a home account, but like they're not cross compatible. Um, so in another one, so in um, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, you can sign into as many Microsoft accounts or like SharePoint accounts or whatever you want um, in the application itself. Or like you can connect a Microsoft account to the computer in the case of, of Windows and it will just say, oh yeah, you're you. Um, and so you can, for example, open a file using your personal, if like from your personal OneDrive, from your business OneDrive, whatever it is, like all that works. Um, and then you get a new, a newer app like Microsoft To Do, which is my um, my preferred kind of reminders to do app. And uh, so on, on, it has all the platforms covered. I believe the web app's pretty good. Um, yeah, like the, they have windows app, they have a Mac app, they have Android iOS, but the desktop app is the only one that actually has multi-account capabilities, which is just such a weird thing to me. Like having more than one account, especially for people like once you throw yourself into the Microsoft ecosystem, you have like, especially if you get a business account, you see all the power of it and you think um, like this is not just an issue of I have a Microsoft, like a free Microsoft account and I can't connect these things. I can't use more than one at a time, but it's like a fundamental, um, it's a fundamental limitation of the platform when you can't have more than one account on it. If I have to, on my phone, on my to-do app, if I have to sign out and sign back into a different account in order to access my like keep my work and home to do separate. Um, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to use one of the two, and not the other. And similar, similarly, 
And this is the case that I've seen for OneDrive as well as Todo. I'm not sure if there are any products that do work this way, but um, one of the fundamental things that I want to do personally, as somebody who has a work account and a personal account, is I want to have a folder, a shared folder between the two OneDrives that keeps documents in sync between them. I want to be able to share a folder that keeps my, that I can add something to my personal folder and it will sync to my business folder as well. I just want to, you, like, that's a thing you can do between multiple accounts in OneDrive and just share the folder. Um, and you just can't do it if you're sharing between a business and a personal account. It just doesn't make any sense. If you go on the user voice little forum um, page, the requests, they've talked about how like this is planned, this is a good idea, but they don't have it yet. And it's been years. Um, it's just a, such a fundamental thing. Similarly with Microsoft To Do, um, like, yeah, it's it's fundamentally frustrating that you can't um, you can't be signed in outside of the desktop app on Windows. You can't be signed into multiple accounts at the same time and just easily swap between them. Um, you have to be signing in and out. But it wouldn't be so bad if I could have shared lists. Um, and again, personal accounts to personal accounts and business accounts to business accounts, it's totally fine. You can share lists. That's great. But to between a business and a personal account, I can't share lists. So I can't have a to-do in my personal account and then move it to the other account. I can't transfer um, reminders and I can't share reminders. So I can't have one list that is that exists on both of my accounts that I can update from either one. And like that's a fundamental feature for me. I would use that every day if I had it. Um, there's all kinds of examples of this where things just don't quite work, um, which is really frustrating because in other in other aspects, I look at I look at some of the products that they have and it's so, so, so clear. It's like fundamentally clear to me as I use it that they have thought it out, that they have thought out every little detail and the details are all perfect. And an example of this, um, I'm not going to say the Microsoft Forms is perfect, but a really great example of this um, is the way that you can create, um, you can create one form on Microsoft Forms and then use that form as a base template to create just dozens of other forms. You can tie a form to a specific group in Microsoft Teams. Um, this is the way that we're planning to do our NSERC DG voting is through Microsoft Forms. So the, the flagship program of NSERC, we're planning to use Forms to do this. And it could have been so complicated to do this setup. But with the way Microsoft Forms has been thought out and all the features that it has, you can literally, we can literally just have one form that's bilingual, that has all the information we want to capture and create it once and then just basically duplicate it en masse to, to fit exactly the same form into each um, each of our different competition groups. And it makes it's going to make that work so much easier. And I'm just so glad that that exists because um, I was not looking forward to having to do this all manually. So it's I'm really, really excited that it's not manual. Um, yeah, there, there's just so many really, really um, interesting examples of how this stuff like I said, fundamentally so well thought out, so clearly well thought out. And then some other stuff where it just falls down completely. Um, yeah, like like the the whole Microsoft to-do thing um, is another example where there's some, like the stuff that I've mentioned is the, the shortcomings, the, the low-hanging fruit that's just not there. But then you look at some of the stuff with Microsoft to-do and when you do have a business account, when you do have your email hooked up through um, Outlook, through their Microsoft 365, um, you can go in and like all your tasks 
anywhere are the same. So like if I create a task in Microsoft to do like in the program itself, um, I can go in and uh, like put it on my calendar, on my Outlook calendar. I can get if I receive an email in Outlook, I can add it as a task in my to do thing and then put it on my calendar. Like all of these products work super, super well together. I can actually go ahead and assign um, an email or a task or whatever it is to another person. And like all these features are just incredibly well thought out. And it's really, really, really frustrating that there's some such obvious stuff that's just that just doesn't work. Um, and Microsoft is not unique to this. Like Google has a lot of these same issues. Like Google is pro probably, in my opinion, second in I don't know. If, I don't know how the numbers work. G Suite probably has more users, Google Apps, um, than Microsoft 365 does. But um, in terms of functionality, I honestly think that Microsoft's setup is more powerful, is better, um, and like almost certainly more reasonable in price um, because of those, because of this family account thing. Um, but my goodness, G Suite, um, G Suite has a similar problem with the. Um, personal account versus business account thing where a lot of features either are different between the two, like they're, they're, the set of features you get with a given product is different. Um, and they also have the same issue where sometimes for just weird reasons, you can't do, you can't have a, a feature that works with a personal account and with a business account. Like you can't sync things between them. It's not the same as with files, which is just the most frustrating thing. Like not being able to share a OneDrive folder between a personal and a business account is just such a weird, weird limitation. And I just don't, I just fundamentally don't understand why. Um, Cause it's so easy. It's so easy to hack together a system that is really like a lot more complicated, but does that. Um, I just, yeah, I just fundamentally don't get it. Anyways, I'm running out of new things to say about this. Um, I love Microsoft 365. I really do honestly, as a product, both for work and personally, and I'm not giving it up, but like, um, there's so many things where I just look at the the products that that exist there and think they, they're held to such different standards and they have such different um, minor capabilities and little things that could just be so much better and it would it would really like round out the the service and the set of services as a whole and so I'm just I'm just holding my fingers like crossing my fingers that that's something that they're really working hard on. Because, um, yeah, it's super necessary, especially with all of us working remotely where we need this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm excited. And at the same time, like just really wanting to push them to, to make this better. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.